Advocate, good morning. Maybe you can hear us loud and clear now. It's ah. better, yes. Oh, 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 yeah. You're welcome. This is Mutsurinia FM. And thank you for coming through uh, uh, when we invited you. It's an honor and a pleasure. Good morning to the listeners as well. Yeah, do maybe. It will be your last month in the office. We just wanted to reflect and look back uh, the past seven years. How has it been in the public protector's office? Uh, it has been an amazing experience. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to help people assert their rights and vindicate those rights. I had always found myself in a situation where I had to help people protect their rights for bono and get the satisfaction of seeing them retain their lives. But it wasn't the same because as public protector, I was given an opportunity to do this with authority, to do this with a powerful team that shares the same vision. And having the power to make a difference. I know maybe there are the most difficult moments that you came across and the easy moments that you came across. What is the most difficult part of becoming a public protector? Because we know there's a new one who's coming in the office. And maybe uh, the, the easier moments that you had in the office. Okay, I would say the most difficult part that I experienced was the political backlash. I had been told by my predecessors that one or two ministers might resent my decisions and might not want to sit next to me in the VIP lounge at the airport. <laughs> but what I experienced was far more than that because it wasn't one or two people acting as individuals but it was a collective backlash, and, and that I hadn't anticipated. But also it became in a case where I had honestly thought that this matter could be resolved amicably and there could be a, a win-win outcome. And, and therefore, my team and I were not prepared for, for what happened. That was a difficult one, but we wrote that done with the nation and with the global community. And I think as a nation, we are stronger around understanding our constitution, the obligations that flow from it, and the role of civic action in ensuring that the constitution is delivered and those who are entrusted with public power and resources do exactly what the nation deserves. And the other tough moments for me were matters that are not in the media. it's just your Gokodanini stories where you think, oh, I've got this one. And we everything went well, and we are approaching the solution that seems to fall apart when we think we now have the solution. Ubuntu case in Gokodanini Natal where we, we thought we had a deal, but then we're taken under view. And later where essentially lost his house when... We had a deal, but delivery was not taking time. But of course, the, the government fixed the, the soldiers' problem in Germany. And yeah, it's been one of some of those cases where things moved a bit slowly. And as you move slowly, when somebody seems to have a small problem, 
by world standards, it's a big one to them. If it involves money, it involves the ability to go to school, the ability to work. It's a big one because their lives are at a standstill. I would say linked to that, uh, lack of responsiveness sometimes from organizations has been the issue of resources because part of the delays are due to not having enough people. And when we are taking one car to move it forward and leaving the other one standing still, somebody's life has to stand still once we are doing everything. Motokari, it, it, it has been a roller coaster ride. On the one hand, um, you would have politicians looking at you and calling you. Uh, Tuli is beyond reproach. Tuli is floating on water. On the other hand, the people who um, entrusted you, who trust that you will uh, have their back, the members of the public say, Tuli is a hero. It's a somewhat a, a, a challenging uh, a balancing act, isn't it? You are absolutely right. Uh, even though we complain that we've received more than our fair share of criticism, the public protector team has also received more than its fair share of praise and support. The last remark that you made about the people, we have been blessed beyond measure. It's not just the people we know here in Gauteng. Um, in the deepest rural areas in Guadalupe Natal, we get Coco Lamines coming to us. I mean, real grandmothers. But Lagoro, Nabatori, Ranebua, Ranebua, everything, ONC, Yaritusa is a nation. For that, we have received a source of comfort. Mm. Mm. Were there any scary moments where maybe you were fearing for your life because of this job? I was concerned, but just generally, um, there were times when people sent strange messages, and more recently, there was a very uh, straight message, uh, one sent to someone else, or at least someone else claimed to have received that um, information, but I also did receive a, a message on my phone. However, my approach has always been life is in the hands of God. We're all going to die. It's just a question of when are we going to die? <laughs> so you'd rather, you could shrink your life and not do the things you can do because you're afraid of dying. You could die anyway. A plane could just fall on you yeah. and you die. So rather than shrink and do nothing instead of improving people's lives because you're trying to be safe, yeah. you better act there and do the best you can to improve people's lives because you die anyway. So rather die doing something with you yeah. and die being a coward. Is there a special kind of chill pill that you drink every morning? Advocate Madonna. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> huh? oh my good life. <laughs> Not really, except to pray and meditate uh, and to forgive myself and others. Yeah. As a woman, as a woman, as a mother, um, there is a an outcry out there for South African 
girls, especially black girls, uh, that they miss over 50-something days or days uh, in their schooling career in the uh, primary education from grade R to grade uh, 12. Um, you, it, it, it would seem it is not fair for girls when you have condoms in the public space. The government is, is, is funding uh, the, the manufacturing of condoms. Uh, these girls miss their schooling days because of um, the, 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 the monthly uh, uh, women or feminine cycles because there are no free pets. As a mother, um, you have been a young girl yourself. You're still a young woman. What what would you say to South Africans? What would you say to somebody like me? Um, you know, people who are out there in the public domain and uh, you know trying to reach out to government and say to government, can we have this uh, the same as uh, uh, we have free condoms? I agree. Free sanitary pads for girls are extremely important. In the past, people used things like uh, clothes that might be dirty, toilet paper. But sometimes you can't even afford toilet paper and, and use newspapers, etc. But today we are also told that some of the things that women have, poor women have used in the past may be responsible for physical cancer. Therefore, there is no question in my mind that sanitary tests should be found should be given to girls, and they should be, I don't believe they should be put in bathrooms uh, as condoms uh, necessarily. You could put them in in selected bathrooms, but I think um, having girls collect pets once a month at school would would be ideal. Secondly, I understand there's one MP who has also even asked that we do like it has been done in the United States of America, mm. that we remove that from a sanitary place. Okay. It's really part of mainstream gender, part of affirming the humanity of women as being as worthy as the humanity of men. ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ทุกเมื่อวันนี้ท
Advocate, I'm sure you, you heard the question. If uh, you were requested to go for the second term, would you say yes or no and why? Uh, if we did though, not because justice is not important, <laughs> but in total corruption, I'll be the second term because I'll be the second term and not want to leave things to God. And that's the first thing. But secondly, I'll be the comfort zone. The first thing is that I'll be the every time you move it to the next level. Like I used to, for example, for that uh, uh, did, did a perfect job for the ISA Foundation. But then we said to the next level, Rahona Horri said to the third level, the next person we are not going to for ISA to the first level. And we too, Kikiobali Sabaki Kalia Horri, I will be writing and studying. And then the following year, it, 2018, the Assista Corporate South, South Africa to fast track social justice in our country. Advocate Tuli Madonzela, you at Labong Aweta Tiruahahwe, Mo Kweding E, E Latelang, Ya Di Palani. Lebrile Tata, Maito, Lebrile Tata, Dingohadli, Supati, Udritzing, Ma Africa Borwa, Katsona, Lebrile Tata. And have a wonderful day at uh, the Northwest University today. Thank you so much, Lim Nadi Lebrile Tata.